following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Just for Kicks. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Judy Trammell, Haley Anderson, and Kelly Fenglass. Good afternoon, everybody, Hello. and welcome Hello. to Just for Kicks. Where we have girl talk that maybe men want to listen to. <laughs> hey, has everybody got their phones down? I do. Phones down. Super personality. Remove life stress. You can see my big pile here if you can see us. We're working on the cheerleader swimsuit calendar trip. We're working on our 2020 training camp. We've got just this big... We're, we're full of stuff today. We are. It's the off-season, but it's never an off-season off for us. Season. I want to come up with a, a, a word for that. We have our turf season and the non-turf, but people always think we have an off-season, and I feel like I've been busier this last week than during a football game week. It's crazy. It has been busy. So before we get into why we're busy and overwhelmed, we have Kashara Garrett in the house. Hey, uh, wait, we need some applause. Applause <laughs> More, more. <laughs> so if you're listening and you can't see Kashara, Kashara is with us after four years of being on the sideline. And now she's taken a very special role with us on our staff. And Kashara, Ooh. you may not realize this, but last week in Just for Kicks, Daphne was in here. And we were actually kind of brought to an emotional moment when we were talking about her being issued as a rookie, her practice boots. She let the cat out of the bag and called them the trash can boots. Good old trash can. So we're we're rebranding those as pre-worn practice boots. But what she said became so meaningful. She said her practice boots that were issued to her, um, they are game-worn because – they're broken in, and they're mm-hmm. they are rehearsal boots until somebody gets their new boots. Mm-hmm. Hers had your name in it. She said my boots were had Kashara's name written in them. And when I saw that I was going to be dancing in Kashara's boots, she said I just was filled with emotion, and it was so special for her. And so Sweet I girl. it just made something to talk about. Do you she realize wait that to put her name next year like to, to write her name on them? Also, it's funny that we put our names in all of our practice wear. Because the locker room, especially at Valley Ranch, was so small. We'd mm-hmm. just run in, throw our stuff down, and run back out. And people would not act, they would accidentally <laughs> pick up someone else. And you're like, where's my left boot? And you're running out of the field. <laughs> they're like, we got to get out there. And you're sweating already because it's the middle of summer uh-huh. in Texas. But um, I have, like, fond memories of getting a pair of shorts or a belt that has um, Kinsey's name in it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and when you do see that, these are – it's years of hard work put in by these certain people and they're ones that you look up to so it definitely does add a different element of inspiration and motivation to your summer and and Mm -hmm. each practice night well we told Daphne those were big boots to fill and I don't know it's just super cool maybe maybe that can be a series here of whose whose boots are you wearing (laughs) because it it really meant something to me that meant so much to her so welcome to Just for Kicks I'm glad to be here thanks so tell everybody now that you did retire your boots and your palms what have you been doing oh we so it was a long summer of trying to figure out where uh, who I was kind Mm -hmm. of I guess you know this is such a a journey of redefining yourself and and you kind of cling to that identity of being a DCC and um, wearing the uniform so my whole summer was kind of spent trying to figure out like who I am and what I can bring to the table as as me as cash and um, I'm fortunate enough and beyond blessed to now 
get to work with you all every day. And um, I think my four years on the team not only helped me grow when I know we keep using this word, but grow as a person um, and a teammate. But it's also helped me learn so many valuable um, just characteristics that I can apply in the office and on the staff side of things to help make sure that the cheerleaders are running at their optimal ability and and being able to provide that kind of inside like ideas and things that the girls I know that they either we struggle with or, or ideas that they have from the inside which has probably been my biggest thing but I'm just excited to get the cheerleaders out in front of more people and um, expand kind of our organization well speaking of expansion I'm um, just a two Kashara's horn a little bit for those of you, if you haven't gotten to see DCC in motion, um, you can link through our Instagram accounts, right, Cash? And Mm -hmm. Cash was able to bring to life kind of an idea that we've had in our department for a couple of years, which is showcase the dancing talents of our cheerleaders off the turf um, and really kind of um, showcasing their different strengths and different genres of dance. And it took you joining our staff to really get that started. And it's something we're very proud of. Can you speak a little bit to how the DCC in motion, where you're going on sets and how y'all are working with the music and the choreography and just showing this entirely new side of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? Yeah, DCC in motion has been a great um, partnership that we've gotten to work with with our pro shop and they a lot of the outfits that the girls wear their own costumes that they've got to put together themselves but the pro shop provides you know the clothing in the top so it's straight fan wear that you can purchase in Dallas Cowboys pro shops um anywhere and um the girls we've kind of divided them up into groups based on their strength of dance style so whether it's jazz palm hip-hop um lyrical contemporary and it's a great way for the girls to show what they've worked on their entire lives right so many people think you know oh they just go out on the sidelines and shake their palms they can do the high kicks and stuff but they don't see the 12 plus years that the right. girls have spent exactly like amy tapping exactly no one will ever no one. see that right. right and um so we were able to go around the star we have such a beautiful headquarters here anyways with all these iconic locations mm-hmm. and we we're able to plug the girls into this environment where you wouldn't expect them mm-hmm. to be dancing. Mm-hmm. And it's been great because once people see it, they're like, oh, I recognize that. Like, I know where that is. Especially it's super cool because you have found so many golden nuggets here at the Star. Um, the so Star is 90 know, yeah. acres of beautiful development and art and sparkles and <laughs> lights <laughs> and color and texture and Kashira's storyboarded and created creative directed you know all these little dance vignettes that not only showcase the cheerleaders like they've never been shown before ever while at the same time you're getting letting people all over the world have a peek at these incredible headquarters right. i'm seeing stuff in dcc and much and i'm like where was that, right? where was that? yeah a lot of these places are um around stairwells that, you know, you don't get to see on the guided tour if you take right. the tour of mm-hmm. the star. But my favorite aspect of it is when I, I give the girls their groups or I, we select a soloist and you present them the music, they take it and they choreograph this on their own. Right. So that shows their talent at a whole different level mm-hmm. on their own. And then the best is when the groups can collaborate and work together. So it might be a rookie and a vet working together and or two rookies and two vets. And they work together to create this routine. It comes together beautifully and just almost reteaching that teamwork and right, the, it puts new people together that, yes that may not be in the group the right. whole year 
that didn't necessarily have as much in common except their style of dance. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm very proud of the series, and you've done a great job, and I think that does help blend what you were saying, who am I? This is still, your dance is still your passion. This is still dance. This is still performance. Now you're creative directing with the music and our music library. I was sitting here thinking, if if Judy and I were doing a DCC in motion, (laughs) what what song would you put, and would you want us to twirl? We can twirl. We could twirl time. Would you like to have that? Oh my gosh, 100%. Where would you take us and what would you have us do? And I'm putting you on the spot. We can come back if we need to. If my friends could see me now, (laughs) I'm twirling. Okay, yes, (laughs) if my friends could see me now, or, I mean, you could always go to the, um, what is that? Um, Oh, let's see. Something about like, Better than I've ever been. If you could find simply like a song. the best, yes, yes. Tina Turner, <laughs> yes. yes. I'm simply Ma'am. the best. Yeah. Throw that baton up. I would probably put you all. Oh, okay, Let's twirling see. to simply the best. Oh, Cowboys Fit has a beautiful rooftop view that overlooks kind of the entire Star facility. Mm-hmm. The entire the you want star a dancing district. by a swimming pool? Yeah. Oh, seriously, yes. at sunset. Oh gosh, challenges on. <laughs> We'll just dive in and wave. <laughs> Toss it up. Take it. Well, uh, if, if you haven't had a chance to check these out, you got to check them out. And Kashera, you guys are doing a new series yesterday and today, and that will be released when this summer. So we're finishing up releasing the videos from last fall's um, filming, and then this year we're going into. Um, starting in April all the way through August. We'll, we'll, we filmed 12 videos, so they'll be released um, in a timely manner kind of every couple weeks or so. But it's um, it's a great way. You know, I almost forget because we film all of them back to back. And then when one of them drinks, I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about that one. Like, that was so great. It's and, awesome. I've gotten so many compliments, and you see them playing everywhere in the Star. It's cool. Um, and the girls. Headquarters pump each other up yeah. like yeah. they were running into my office saying you should go out there and see so-and-so in her costume and and wait till you see this one they they're getting excited for each other it's yeah. not even their piece i think season two is going to be great just with the elements that you guys brought in and we actually one of the songs was one of our co-workers yeah and she <gasps> that's right it was taylor okay, stern's so taylor sister, sister so she released one of her songs for us to do dcc in motion and she had sent a clip of Rachel doing it, and she said it brought a whole different meaning from when I wrote it to watching her oh, do it. Well, right. we've, we've definitely seen I, that with mm-hmm. musicians yes. where we've danced to their music. I can't think of I'm blank. Well, Casey Musgraves, when she came, oh, yeah. and we danced to Help Me, started in a cafeteria, Smoke, something about Smoke. That's it, yeah. It's um, the Casey Musgraves song, Blowing Smoke. Blowing mm-hmm. Smoke. And when it. she was a guest and she watched the cheerleaders, because the Blowing Smoke was kind of sassy and yeah. dinerish and small townish, and the girls kind of really made it sexy and steamy. And she was like, wow, oh, that made my song yeah. totally look different. Well, so, okay, so you're filming those. And then if, um, when Miss Stern is here from Nashville. Yes, we'll have to get her in. We'll have her in and maybe yeah. we can all talk. But big things, bold vision. It's cool. Great things happen here. We're very proud of it. Um, speaking of we, I think Haley's got all of our PodPal questions teed up. And since we have Kashera here, I think, do we have some people that want to ask Kashera some stuff? Or We do. We can go ahead and ask them now or we can wait. And Did I go off that? track? <laughs> let's see. You want to ask? Let's ask a couple. Yeah, and couple. then we'll um, maybe take a break and come back for more. Perfect. Okay. Let's go for yeah, the first warm question. Warm us up. Um, and these are coming from these are coming from Instagram. Instagram. Kashira, are you a Twitter person or an Instagrammer? I do it for the gram. All the time. Okay. Sorry, I do it for the gram. 
Love it. So this is from Danielle Allred, 27. She says, are you planning to stay in Dallas for the long haul or go back to Kentucky? <laughs> just just simply saying for the long haul is so Kashira. Oh, you staying here for the long haul, Kashira? Right? Well, okay. she's pulling her hair. That makes me nervous I, I right know. there. <laughs> that's what the girls on The Bachelor do. When no, they that's start, like they start when you have a new job and somebody, are you staying are you in staying? Dallas? I know, and I'm like, my bosses are sitting in front of me. I know. Um, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well, I... Dallas has become very special to me, um, and I do love being able to work for the Dallas Cowboys. So for now, um, yes, Dallas has become home, and um, my five-year plan is to get my parents to Texas. You've, so I've I heard would you say that. love to get my mom and dad um, to move down here, and I think they'd like it, but— there's just something beautiful and wild and wonderful about Kentucky. So, are you and are they open to going from Kentucky to Texas? Would the motivation be just for you guys to be closer together? Everybody tells me I need to have kids, and then my parents would be here in a heartbeat. Oh, but, are you an only child? Yeah, just well, me. And I, my mama would have been How here did like we a not month ago. Know this? <laughs> uh, well, now it makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you don't think I don't so? think she acts like an only child at all. Or How does just, it make sense to you? Uh, Judy seen me probably oh. really bratty. <laughs> yeah, I can see her being an only child. <laughs> Well, my mom has a cheer gym back home, so I had all kinds of kids around me, like, growing up. So I don't really feel like I got that. Usually, if our cheer team got in trouble or was talking, it was me that got in trouble. Oh. not You you know, from a coach's kid. Yes. So it's had I had that kind of interaction, so it was always my fault Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So maybe that helps me. Well, you've taken the blame (laughs) and taken the bullet many times in your tenure here. Uh, We won't bring that up. But now you've got me curious. So. Kentucky Kashera mm-hmm. High School Annual. Do y'all have the Where Will I Be? Do you, are there, tell us about Kentucky Kashera in high school. Is there oh, was there any foresight in any predictions of when I grow up I want to be no, dot dot dot? I I enjoyed growing up in Irvin, Kentucky. I had a great time living there, and um, I guess in high school I didn't really think that I would. I didn't even in college like I didn't really think I'd leave my family and go that far away. Um, but I did always kind of feel out of place, I guess, more or less. You thought there were I felt like other I, I places to grow? Like, yeah, like my um like what I enjoyed most wasn't necessarily like thriving there. You did know, you get small town fever? You wanted to break out of small town? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I didn't really I just didn't really feel like I fit in super like a whole lot. I mean, and I had I'm not saying that I was an outsider the whole time or just like a loner by myself but <laughs> I, um, I made the best of my situations but I did feel like I was I always wanted other opportunities like I always wanted more I don't but you like were I born satisfied. and raised in Ir- Irvin yeah I have, uh, Irvin Irvine Irving it's Irvin it's spelled like Irvine California but we say Irvin <laughs> like Michael okay yeah. well anytime so you, you were open born, your mouth you get people's attention well, for yeah. sure <laughs> you were born and raised in Irvin yeah same house same street yeah we same just kind of like bop down the road a little bit but and My that's where your parents still there. are. Yeah. Okay, so you want to put some wheels on their house and drive it to Texas. Yeah, I told them um, I'd get them an RV. That's what I'm going to start there saving you go. for. <laughs> Just truck them on down here. Oh, let's put a pin in that. Y'all, my dream trip is an RV trip with girls. I, but I mean, Judy, no, not all the jewelry and all the makeup and all like the bottles. I'm No, but I mean a down and dirty RV trip. Montana. She's right. get her. No, look at her. She's no I grew up in it. I mean, we. that's what we did growing up. My Dad, pile us all in the RV, and we may have to do a road trip. Road trip. <laughs> oh, gosh. Any <laughs> other quick questions? Do y'all want to go to break and come back? One more question, then we'll go to break. From H. Kate Coop, why did Kashera decide to retire? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
Well, I almost retired my third year uh, or going into my third year. So my dad had gotten sick and I really wanted to go home and be there with him. And he kind of gave me the whole, him and my mom both were like, you have done, like, this is what you want to do. This is what you've dreamed of doing, obviously, like, is staying down there and really pushing through. So go to your third year, which I'm beyond glad that I did. Because my third year was my, I mean, I literally went from zero to 100 in that third year. So Mm -hmm. it really was pivotal for me. And then um, I decided to come back for my fourth year. And I wanted to go into the year knowing this was my last. So I took every single opportunity to either teach myself or teach someone else the importance of being in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I'd kind of gotten to the end of that year, I thought, you know, I've I've really accomplished a lot for myself, more than I ever expected. You know, and I didn't go into DCC. My only goal when I auditioned my first year in 2015 was to make it out of prelims. That was all I wanted yeah. to do. Everything after that was a notch in my belt, and I was excited about it. So, <laughs> I mean, to have stayed for four years and gotten to do what I was able to, you know, that was a huge thing. So, um I also really missed my family. I missed the time to be able to go and spend with them, which hasn't changed a whole lot now that I'm working <laughs> with the cheerleaders. <laughs> the schedule just becomes the same. It's, yeah, so it's still overwhelming. It's still every day, every it night. Is. It's hard to get home. It is. But I will say, um, my hair has grown back. <gasps> I am really excited for you. I know, now. Judy. You keep pulling on it. Is that all your That's hair? Do you have extensions? This is all my hair. All my real hair. All no extensions. No None. clips. Uh-uh, nothing. Wow. Yes, I know. I'm so excited about that. So, um, but yeah, that was <laughs> but, but off the topic, but I really decided to retire because I felt like I had came to a point where I know it, I always would tell people like, it's not about what you get while you're here. It's what you give. And I really did feel like I had maximized both what I had received and what I have, had given while I was on the team. And um, although I felt like my ideas and and the love that I wanted to give the team was different than being on it anymore mm-hmm. and so that's why I feel like this was a perfect fit for me and, yes. and kind of where I was going so I think it was you just know your time <laughs> well you are still given and we're appreciative that you Thanks. are part of our team just it's on the other side of the line but we're all in it I got toes on each yeah my toes are on the line your toes are on the line goodness my line <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how about we take a break and we come back? Haley, we'll mix it up a little bit with some more questions from our friends on Pod Pals. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back. Back. To Just for Kicks. We are back, and we have a new friend in the room, Miss Christy Scales, who's been the sideline reporter for the Cowboys for 22, going into your 22nd season, and with the Cowboys in some form or fashion for 30 years. That's right, coming up on 30. Now, I just want to point out that that's when, at the time it was legal, it would be against child labor laws now, but that's when Uh the Cowboys had the kindergarten hiring program, and that was just hired straight out of uh, kindergarten. Did you know in, speaking of kindergarten and school, Christy's a a fellow Aggie as well, but did you know at a young age, were you always curious and insightful and wanted to tell stories? And did you know sports was in your future or were you? I always loved sports. Being a a tomboy and loving sports, but uh, I grew up in the Lake Highlands area, moved there in fifth grade. That's in Northeast Dallas. And uh, Kyle, you got me okay with this? Or Hang on, Christy. I think I'm not hearing her. Yeah, here we go. So the old uh, Cowboys practice facility, I'll also share with Kelly here. The old Cowboys practice facility before um, it moved to Irving, to Old Valley Ranch, was in the Lake Highlands area of North Dallas. Two blocks on Forest Lane at Abrams Road. So it went all the way back to uh, fifth grade, and uh, we would walk up. It was two blocks from the junior high, three blocks from the uh, the old practice facility, and we'd hang out in the parking lot and get uh, autographs from players. That's when it was Roger Staubach and Tony Dorsett and Cliff and Charlie and Drew Pearson. Tom Landry would come out with the big old platters, trays stacked of the film to watch the game film. So uh, I can say that I've been uh, watching Cowboys practice from the sidelines since I was 10 years old. I remember wow. those practices. Oh, wow. One time yeah. when we were in a car driving up from Lindell, we passed Forest Lane, and, and here were mm-hmm. the Cowboys in their practice T-shirts mm-hmm. jogging yeah. on the street. And they Super would go cool, across remember? the street. There was a strip uh, center uh, mall, uh, not mall, but a strip mall with the Tom Thumb. And so the players would walk across and eat lunch at the Tom Thumb Deli. And when we say yeah. practice facility, it was one football field surrounded by a blue aluminum fence. Mm-hmm. You would never know that it was there was no signage, there was no nothing. And the corporate offices were in a high rise on Central Expressway. So mm-hmm. that was te- Tech Shram and the ticket office and all the executives and stuff like that. But the coaches' offices and the player practice field, one football field surrounded by a blue aluminum fence. The locker room and coaches' offices were in a blue aluminum building that was maybe the size of an end zone and there was no security so you could just walk up and hang out and there they did have a weight room I shouldn't say it was a weight room it was outside it was underneath the carport it was two sets of free weights and a bench and that was it for the and this is when they were already America's team they had already won two um 
two uh, Super Bowls in the 70s. So, yeah. That's but, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. But the people who live in that area, you know, they were our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, a really good friend of mine who's a teacher now, uh, her uh, she was next door neighbors with Robert Newhouse, who was the Cowboys fullback. Uh-huh. And uh, she babysat Robert Newhouse's kids. So, yeah, they, they they weren't just America's team or Dallas's team. They were our neighborhood team. Yeah. Um, Christy, we want to we're going to have some questions from our pod pals that we'd love for you to jump in here. Sure. And then we want to talk about the class that you're teaching that we designed. Um, that yeah, I think from... I'm doing jazz, right? I'm teaching jazz. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm teaching the jazz combo. <laughs> but so excited. I want to, um, if we can press pause for a moment, we're going to go to break. We, we're having a little technical fun here that I can hear. And when, once we fix that, we'll come back. We want to talk about your class, how you uh, train the cheerleaders on the bus in a different form, <laughs> not dance, and then just continue to answer questions and have fun. So we'll be right back after this break. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Just for Kicks. All right, we are back for Just for Kicks. And we have Christy, Haley, Kashera, Judy, and I'm Kelly. And we have Christy here because we started a tradition this year where Christy rode the game day bus with the cheerleaders to the games um, for fun and more importantly for Christy to tell the girls about what to look for in terms of the game, the sport. So many times the cheerleaders spend so much time preparing their dance and performance part of the game and the fact that at a game you're dancing the whole time, you really don't see it. There are times where we might leave a game and really not have totally absorbed everything that happens. So Christy started briefing the cheerleaders before the game and after the game and we kind of nicknamed it Bus Bits. Um, and Christy, Back. tell us a little bit about what your formula is and what you tell the girls as a highlight and 
how that's kind of worked out? Yeah, it's usually only about 10 minutes. Uh, and on the way to uh, the game, we're talking about things to look for and just some of the major uh, storylines, uh, not just for the Cowboys, but for the other team uh, as well. But on the way back, it's kind of a synopsis of the game. And then if something significant happened where uh, Jason Witten has surpassed past, you know, he ties Des Bryant for the number of touchdown catches in uh, team history or um, LP Latisar has now played so many consecutive games and is, you know, number whatever uh, all time uh, in the NFL. So uh, mainly it's talking points for the cheerleaders mm -hmm. because during the week they are interacting not only with fans, but with corporate sponsors, with uh, VIPs, with uh, you know, politicians or right. wh whatever. And so, like you say, being on the sideline is often the worst vantage point for a game. And you're just so busy with your routines and what's coming up next and things like that, that you don't get to pay that much attention to what's going on. So what I'm trying to do is fill in some talking points so that um, they know what happened in the game and converse about it during the week. And it's made a big difference. And I know there's one favorite part that you do on the bus. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your little yeah. editorial part? <laughs> well, it's, it's something that uh, Babe Laufenberg and I took over for Bill and Denise Bates doing the Cowboys 101s for women, uh, Cowboys X's and O's or Cowboys 101. We called it different things uh, over the different years, but it's teaching women about the X's and O's and for football so they can be more conversant and can enjoy the game more, right? So if you're going to an art museum and you know something about the, the art, artist or the style, you're going to get more out of it. Well, it's the same thing with sports. So um, anyway, Babe and I would always finish a thing with, Babe called them husband stumpers. So it'll be little, <laughs> see, because men think they know a lot about football, sure. but they really don't. You know, or they're just kind of repeating what they hear right. on sports talk radio or have read mm -hmm. or seen on ESPN or, you know, whatever um, NFL network. And so an example of a husband stumper would be, you know, OK, you take ask your husband or your boyfriend or your dad this question and they think they're going to know the answer, but they don't. <laughs> so an example is, um, is the quarterback an eligible receiver? And it's kind of a trick question because, yes, he is, but only if he begins the play in the shotgun position, which is five yards back where the center has to hike it five yards back. If the quarterback begins the play under center where he's got his hands up under the mm -hmm. uh, center and takes the snap directly, then he's not eligible as a as a receiver, but only if he's back in the shotgun. So it's it's kind of some little technical things, and it's something for the girls to get their boyfriends and their husbands and their dads and just kind of say, nah, Dad, you didn't get that one right. So it's so a lot of fun. So if we were on a game day bus today and we were going to a game, what would be some of the highlights that you would prep the cheerleaders on so that they're in the right space and very current and very relevant with what's happening today in the Dallas Cowboys and the NFL? Well, with the NFL, it's the collective bargaining agreement, so which mm -hmm. is going to uh, run out relatively quickly in NFL terms. And so um, the uh, league has put uh, as they have an agreement that they've sent to the players and the players association, the representatives are voting on the union has to approve the collective bargaining agreement. And that would uh, sustain the league for another several years. And it covers everything from maybe moving from 16 game season to a 17 game schedule. That's something that most players don't want, but the league wants 
balance. It covers everything from free agency, things like transition, uh, franchise tags, transition tags, uh, how, what is the size of the salary cap? All sorts of things. Work conditions. The players want more things in the time away from the team right. uh, in the off season, and how many padded practices can you have? All sorts of things. So that's the main thing right now. And obviously, we're getting closer to the NFL draft. So everybody has what happened at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis and know those results. And teams will have players in for visits or go to colleges for uh, days to. Um, see the players work out and, at their campuses. So uh, the focus is is uh, turning towards the NFL draft, which it begins April 23rd. April 23rd. Exciting. That is right around the corner. Right around the corner. With it everything will, it else will be planning. here before you know oh, yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking, speaking of right around the corner, we have our auditions, and we just had our veterans make their decisions. Um, well, actually, the entire squad of 37 made their decisions as to whether or not they are going to re-audition or not. I'm not going to say who decided what, but I will say we have our largest wow. ever mm-hmm. returning class of veterans competing for their spot back. And part of part of that competition process is the interview process with our judges and a written test about the Dallas Cowboys and the NFL Um Christy teaches a class, and your class is tomorrow, right? Yes, it's a Friday. Friday. Uh, Friday at 7 p.m., and so that's what, March, uh, what's that, March 7th? Tomorrow. Uh, March 8th. March 8th, whatever. It's Friday night, first weekend in March, and it's 7 o'clock. It's uh, here at the Star in Frisco in the Optum Suite, so beautiful uh, setting, and uh, I'm... I'm teaching football 101, but also uh, the history of the Dallas Cowboys. Basically, I'm teaching to the test. And people ask all the time, mm-hmm. how did you become a cheerleader judge? And <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's my knowledge of dance and fashion. And, of course and, it and is. Yes, makeup <laughs> and beauty, you know. But um, no, uh, back uh, when I, I started with Cowboys uh, Radio in 91 and about the time that Kelly had, had taken over. And I don't know if you even remember this, but in the mid-90s, you started asking me to look at the written test and kind yes, of, of course. Mm-hmm. update the football question. Yes. So somehow that morphed into being a judge. But um, basically I'm teaching to the test and Kashira can speak to the fact of what it was. What were your impressions of the written test uh, the, when you first tried out as a rookie and then did you feel more comfortable in the subsequent years? Oh my gosh, yes. Just even being in the environment so being on the team makes a huge difference because you're just exposed to it that much more. Um, I, still to this day, any event we go to, I'm like, Christy, because she knows something about everything. Yes, she does. Chris- so Christy-pedia. let me just interrupt you right there. Take <laughs> it till you make it. Christy's nickname, <laughs> I gave it to you, was Christypedia two years ago because she knows everything. And when we went to Washington, D.C., to the Smithsonian Museums, Christy was our official tour guide, and it's it stuck. I, you I had worked there one summer. I'd worked for Congress one summer as an intern, so um, only because I I had um, had some familiarity there. But uh, anyway, it's a lot of fun. But but see, the thing is, um, you would think, and some of the questions for what the, are some of the questions? Let's see if I mean, I bet some people. In well, fact, that is a question I get a lot: is what is on that written test? Yes, and and each of you, I've handed out. Uh, uh-huh. So each of you uh-oh, has. I need to study my. I have a uh, five-page study. Guide. Now, we the didn't first have this questions. opportunity 
my rookie year. Yeah, you're, you, you're spoon feeding. <laughs> Plus, I'm going for, in with a blindfold on. I need I'm a larger font, it. But, but, the, but the thing is, uh, we update the questions each year because uh, who is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? You know, some mm-hmm. of the stuff is really obvious. but And it's like, well, of course, if you're trying out for the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, you should know that we have a new coach this year and you should know his name, mm-hmm. which is Mike right. McCarthy. But you have to understand that the young women, the rookie hopefuls who come, they're from, what was it last year, 36 different United States and three different countries? I mean, it's normally like 30-something or 40 different We were coast-to-coast last year from Hawaii all the way to New Jersey and everywhere in between. Um, And I think our final squad netted out to representing 18 states. Mm -hmm. There were 34 universities represented on our team. So, so So last year, for example, one of the questions was, who is the Cowboys center that is returning to play in the 2019 season after missing all of last year after being diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome? Mm-hmm. The answer is Travis Frederick. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this year, we're not going to use that question. The, a, a question last year, what another example is, who is returning to play for the Dallas Cowboys after spending a year in the ESPN booth for Monday Night Football? The answer was Jason Witten. It was, so, and I remember us getting a bunch of answers that it was Tony Romo and we were like wow did we didn't hear that Tony's leaving the box and coming back but uh-huh. Jason Witten did yeah so um which again this was last year which uh named the Dallas Cowboy running back who uh won the league rushing title two of the past three years Zeke Elliott so um how many uh, Super Bowl championships have the team has the have the Dallas Cowboys won so five so some of it doesn't change year to year but this year is significant and you all have been working on it for so long and everyone in the building is so excited about this being our 60th anniversary season right because the team started in 1960 so if I have input on the questions this year I think I would throw in something about that so it's history of the Cowboys it's basic football questions how many uh, yards are assessed for a personal foul penalty. Um, how many points for a safety? You know, what's it, the it's red pretty, zone? What's the red that zone? That was the one that got t- some yes. girls. It mm-hmm. was like, we don't ever hear those, mm-hmm. that terminology, even on the side. You don't hear it because we don't, right. you know, unless we film games and watch them back, you know, you don't really get to hear the radio and, side and of even things, as so. fans you know now Haley has the advantage because she grew up in a football family so you didn't have any any choice in it but but, right. the, but, but these young women still yeah. learning every day sure sure so uh but what we do with the prep class is not only do i have the handy dandy worksheet that if you if you read this then you should you know if you don't get in at least an 80 on the 100 question test after looking at this then i've failed at my job but um so you give this handout to anybody coming to the class and these are kind of sneak peek this is a study guide it's a study guide and a talk guide and then i also have uh caden gates who's one of our uh, dallas cowboys producers i uh, gave him some plays that he pulled so on video we're going to watch some plays from the dallas Cowboys season oh and wow. so we're going to go awesome. through because we go through position by position and you know what's the difference between a 4-3 defense and a 3-4 um what is going in motion what is shotgun and and things that are fairly basic hopefully we get to um uh, get to, uh, you know, what a nickel defense is. It kind of depends on what time. But what I did last year is the Optum Suite is right next to the uh, Cowboys lobby, uh, our atrium, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's big enough that we can gr- get the group out there and line up 
offense and defense. So you'll be a wide receiver, and Haley will be a tight end, and Kishara will be a quarterback, and we'll go in motion and do things like that. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, But also, it's really current events is another thing. So for example, Mm -hmm. this year, it might be what is the outbreak from earlier this year Mm -hmm. that has led to quarantines and devastated international travel and the economy? the coronavirus, mm-hmm. right? who is the Democratic candidate yeah. uh, for the pre- right. know, president this mm-hmm. year. So so it's updated each year. I like to make sure they're all well-informed. We may have to have just a little sneak peek. Every every podcast we could do, like, what's, what's the most important thing we need to know about the Dallas Cowboys this week? So if yeah. we were cheerleaders and we were on the bus, what would you tell us for this week's conversations? What's the hot topic? Because you always did that for us on the bus. What's the hot topic as it relates to being a Dallas Cowboys ambassador that we should be aware of? Again, it's countdown to the draft okay. and then the collective bargaining agreement, because that's that's a long term effect, not just on the Cowboys, but the league uh, in general. And and I know y'all know that I get a little too much of the, the minutiae <laughs> and things like that. But but it's really, really important because it's not just the business side of football, but it affects the on-field uh, product. It, it's kind of like the 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 rules that govern everything for um, the players and uh, management moving forward. I wonder if the players would know what a jeté was. <laughs> well, here's what's a jump split. You know what? Right. But last year's it's coach, yeah. Christy, yeah. helped me. Was it which coach came up to me and started talking to me about our choreography? <laughs> Gary Brown. Gary. No. Gary, was it Gary Brown? Oh, Sanjay Res- Law, the yes. wide receivers coach. Sanjay, <laughs> Tell yes. Tell about him coming up to us. I, you heard the conversation, right? <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. He's a buddy of mine, and we're on the sideline uh, before the game, and he's talking about the choreography, and I'm giving him some input and telling him about how – you know, it's mostly studio trained dancers. It's not really, it's a dance troupe yeah. more than a cheerleading squad. And so um, he was uh, equating your choreography with the DCC mm-hmm. to what the uh, NFL wide receivers do. And Sanjay's coached it for like four different NFL teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the, the way that it, there are so many important things with the footwork yeah. and um, for offensive linemen, defense, hand placement. I mean, it, it's, Minutia is the a routes. good word to describe the routes. He told me like the receiver yeah. runs so many steps this way and this way, and it's very choreographed. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. He was complimenting, Judy, yes. the rehearsals and how specific. And, I mean, you know, we talked about balls of your feet on the line yeah. and, and yeah. how very, very specific we are in formations. And he was saying that's exactly what the receivers do. And, I, I mean, I'm going to sound stupid, but that's okay. I'll admit it. I kind of thought the receivers – I mean, I knew they had plays and plans, and but they ran – and go down and you're it's kind of a I'm open I'm open <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm but here. he and was he way. was saying you know Watching it's this many this steps way. this way this many steps this way they are like running a choreographed absolutely route and and then with a blindfold the ball should land in their hands absolutely. kind of thing and I was like wow I, I didn't know that yeah and then you that's have like you have route up. combinations so a, mm-hmm. a two is a slant where you just, that's what Michael Irvin do. We'd take a few steps up and then go straight across the field, but then you combine that with a go route, so you have a slant and a go, which is called a sluggo. So slant and a go. Slug, mm-hmm. Okay, so, I'm writing yeah. a new session we need to have. <laughs> we need to have Stump the Coach and have a coach come in here, and we'll ask yes. him yard line things like, what is top of the number? What's bottom of the number? What? Um, how many how many, ha- how many? steps do you take in an eight How many count? steps do you take? Yards. To cross five yards, we we could. We, I guarantee you, there's marks. 
you two, three, four. Five. It's yeah, four kind of. It's five leaps cross for five, five yards. yards every four counts. counts. Why is it in choreography? Why is it in dance that nobody can count higher than eight? One, two, three, uh, four, five, six. My husband asks me that all the time. It's like in radio test. One, two, three. Test, because the one, musical two, measure is four beats. It's eight counts. It's an, yeah, it, so ours is actually two measures. You said something though that reminded me of something Haley mentioned that I think we can transition into some of the, some more of those questions if y'all want to. We can okay. do that now or come back. But Christy mentioned the word quarantine, and I remember you. I think you yes, had a I question think. from one of our pod pals that wants. Yes, to know. we did have a question, and it Are was. You guys open for open mic question Q and A? Heck yeah. Since eighteen sixty five, Stetson hats are American made with pride. Bray? Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. Where you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Just for Kicks. We're having so much fun today. Now we need more time because we're coming up with all these new sections. But, Christy, you kind of teed up perfectly. Haley, I think, has some more pod pal questions. And I remember one involved the word quarantine. Yes. Thanks to Taylor Stern. The question is, if you could be quarantined with any celebrity, who would it be? Oh, that's easy. I, that's easy for me. That's easy. So, Kelly, you want to start? Mine, mine would be Freddie Mercury. I would love to be in a room with him and just crawl into his brain and talk about songs. It'd have to be with a piano. I want a piano in there. <laughs> and we would compose songs. And I'd hear all the stories about his songs and find out some of the secrets behind Bohemian Rhapsody. And I just would find him fascinating. I'd love to, love to have a human conversation. I know that doesn't surprise y'all. No, it doesn't <laughs> surprise not at all. Surprise us, Christy. Who's your quarantine? Ryan Reynolds. Oh. oh, that's a good one. I thought about Ryan Reynolds and I also thought <laughs> Sorry, about... Sorry, he's taken. So. Yeah, he's I know, taken. You got, or we might want to swap. So, I don't, who's yours? Lou, Lou, May. 
I think Ellen DeGeneres would be fun to kind of be uh, in a room with. Yeah. Be fun. A yeah. fun factor. I didn't think about that because we're going to get bored after a while quarantined. Yeah. Have not, you met not Ellen? me? You I, have I, met, I met Ellen, Ellen yeah, at one of the games. She was on the she sideline right. with Portia, she and, uh-huh. and she was very quiet. But that doesn't surprise me. She after her, she's uh, I've heard she's different between on camera and off camera. Mm-hmm. But I, she was very shy and very just like eye opening and like in awe of the whole experience at the game. So that was fun to be around. Dolly Parton. Oh, oh that's I'd like to be there one. too. She'd just make you feel so good and like just loved and cozy. Uh-huh. I feel like, especially she'd bring her wig collection. Yeah. You could just play beauty shop we all could play day. Beauty shop and dress up. <laughs> <laughs> no, all day. <laughs> I can't think of one person, but I've always felt I've y'all told you this. Princess Diana was my friend. That's I right. felt like we were oh. friends, and I would just want to. But see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the question the, was living or dead. Right. So it well, could be either. I think it's wherever your head goes. Okay. okay. Didn't you say Freddie Mercury? Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who is still like, alive in my head? I want to know all the palace gossip behind the scenes. So see, yeah. you you buying oh, yeah. into the crown, and all, you like all the royalty, or you you want to I, I be, would be real with her? Be real with her. Be real with her. Have you ever gotten the chance to watch an autobiography about her or read a book or anything? Because I know I've there's a couple some of the autobiographies, are... and I, I have watched The Crown. And next season, they actually get into it. I think when she is in that, era, she hasn't been on it yet. It's been the young queen, and then the middle years when she's had kids. It's interesting. She would be fascinating. Terribly, fa- and very where fascinating. are you quarantined? Are you like on a cruise ship? Are right. you on an island like Tom Hanks naming volleyballs? Or you know, <laughs> I mean, Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm not sure. That is a great question. Um, let's see. From Josh Kinberg, 22. What is your favorite food and movie? Whoa. So random. Okay. Movie for me would be something that I could turn, when I turn the TV on, it catches my attention every time and I enjoy watching it. And it's, it would be something like Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh. A good yeah. one. I can, I can You're watch right. it every Classic. time it pops on. It's just good. What's food, food? Mexican. Yes. Any kind of Mexican food. Yes. Go okay. for it. Um, my favorite movie, I got like three of them. But my, my first two is Sweet Home Alabama and Forrest Gump. And then my other one that's my favorite movie, but I don't say it out loud because I'm kind of embarrassed, it's Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I like Dumb and Dumber, too. So I was just going to say, I admit Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, and then my favorite food, um, again, it's really cliche, but my mom makes some real good fried chicken. So every time I go home, I'm like, Mom, please. Mama's fried chicken. Uh, yes. And it tastes better than like, it's not like, fr- it's not the fake kind. My it's kids real. like what's fake fried, fried chicken? Kashera. <laughs> I mean, like it's like not like a, it's not it frozen it from Kentucky. Yeah. She brings yeah. it herself. Yeah, she makes gravy. She makes it all and mashed yeah. potatoes. Uh-huh. Homemade. Oh, I'm hungry. Mm, I can make it good. Okay, I'm coming to your house. That's later. what all my kids want for their birthday is <laughs> yes. fried, fried chicken, chicken uh, well, gravy. I better start her kit with a fake fried chicken myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's chicken nuggets, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Haley, what's your favorite movie? Oh, I always go to. Pitch Perfect. I just, That's a solid. Just, just a good, or Bridesmaids, mm-hmm. just to get a good oh, laugh. Yeah. So you like lighthearted yeah. chick flicks. I'm, light, I'm a lighthearted chick flick. You're chick flick. That's why movies. the Joker still traumatized her. I didn't realize that about I'm, you. Now yeah. I know. I'm you like still haven't gotten over it, have you? The I've gotten over it now. Okay. It's given me time, but I okay. don't think I'd watch it again. But it was. I was glad that I saw it. Okay, and food? Mexican. Okay. Yeah. I need the white cheese dip. That's oh, my, yeah. I, margaritas. I 
Those are my two go-to. That's what we need is a margarita machine in here. Yes. During the podcast. Sponsorship? Sponsorship? I agree. Sponsorship? What's your Figure favorite movie? Out. Did you say, Christy? It's a Thai um, sound of music. Because oh, that just makes you happy. that, too. And then my all-time hero is Meryl Streep. Yeah. And there's no greater performance by uh, an actor than Sophie's Choice. So that is the biggest bummer mm. of a movie, but it's just brilliantly acted by her and Kevin Klein and Peter McNichol. So you know, there, there are films where you know every word. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, Sophie's Choice. And then food, probably... Well, I just got back from Israel and Jordan. We had chicken and hummus every day. Um, no, uh, it would be probably Cajun seafood. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Like going to Papado's or something. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Spicy. Spicy. Cajun seafood. My favorite food, I tend to eat sushi a lot. So oh, I guess I like I'll just too. say sushi of all too. sorts. Sushi Mexican. Funny enough, my first sushi meal was in Mexico. I had my first time I ever had sushi was in Mexico. Um, and then my favorite movie grow, through the years has always been The Color Purple. I love mm-hmm. The Color Purple, but it has a huge tear factor for me. Sure. I, I know I can hear the swell of the music and I know exactly when to mm-hmm. crown cue. And then, of course, recently I was I'm just still fascinated with Bohemian Rhapsody. It just really was a, a musical um, and acting favorite for me. So All right, we'll do two more questions. Okay. One question's from Lindsay M. Whitfield. It's if you could add a dream judge to the panel of additions, what would it, who would it be? Oh, good one. Dolly Parton. Dolly. She'd be great. Yes. She's a pro at showmanship. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dolly, if you can hear us. I'm sending out my Southern Bell signals right now. Come to Dallas. <laughs> well, I might say Bradley Cooper and just make sure he sits by me. <laughs> But he's an Eagles fan, right? He is Eagles. He was Eagles fan in the movie Silver Lining, but he really is an Eagles fan. He he wore that Eagles jersey in the movie. So sorry, he. Well, you know what? If you don't want him, then he can sit next to me. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Who's your celebrity judge? Um, Are Ryan Reynolds and I still in quarantine? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Meryl, she knows performance. Yeah. Okay. Who's 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 left? Haley, did you do your? Who's your celebrity judge or or dream judge? Mm. Um, I don't know. I have to think about that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm just trying to think of like a good performer. Actually, I might throw it with going more news anchors and do Savannah Guthrie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Today's show, yeah, very very, very relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the exact opposite and say J-Lo. Oh, my oh, gosh. How yes. amazing. She's got power performance down pat. Uh-huh. Yeah, The ability to stay trendy. And, like, she sets a new standard each time she takes the stage. And I feel like that's, like, what a DCC does at auditions. Yeah. Every year you come back, whether you've auditioned and not made it to training camp mm-hmm. or any part of it, you have to come with a new standard to set for yourself. And she does that in every aspect mm-hmm. of her career. That's true. I lean toward kind of a rock band perception, um, like when bands are hiring their front man, when bands are trying to decide who is our front man, who is the star of the show. I think that'd be kind of fun from the perspective of a guitarist or a drummer or somebody knowing the the role of a cheerleader being the front man all the time. So I'm, I'm going to go a, a rock band, and y'all probably know which one. <laughs> <laughs> 
queen for those who have well, not since, been paying attention. And next week we'll talk about it. But since we did get to work with Brian May and Roger Taylor of Queen and see what consummate professionals they were, um, yeah, I'd love insight from somebody like that that knows what arenas need for entertainers mm-hmm. and and give that front spotlight to somebody other than themselves and how they how they visualize that. Mm-hmm. Judy, who was your... I, I said Dolly Parton. I wanted her to come make us laugh. Well, Dolly, Dolly. Maybe we'll have to get in touch yep. with Dolly. I remember when y'all had Betty Buckley. She wasn't a judge, <gasps> yes. but she was in the corner of the room. And I'm like, if I'd have known she was going to be there, I would have brought my cat's original Broadway cast album to get signed. So if she comes back, you got to let me know. Okay. She, she just likes the show, and she just was watching. She didn't judge, but she did speak to the... Um, uh, all the uh, participants uh, at the end, and so that was really cool. It was amazing. If, was if, you're into, if you're into Broadway, that's a very big name. Okay, last question from NJ Ganster. It's what does the season off season look like for the cheerleaders? Well, yeah. uh, if you can hey, have the calendar, this. it's just things every day. We have appearances. We still have shows. We're getting ready for our calendar shoot. Uh, of course, we're getting ready for auditions. And a lot of those appearances, in fact, this week, Christy, I think one of the appearances landed in your yes, your well, friends' yeah, area. Yeah, read, read Across America. So the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders uh, fanned out in the elementary school that they visited in the DISD. Uh, we have photos. Uh, uh, CC visited the class for my best friend growing up, the one who babysat for Robert Newhouse's kid um, back in the days when the Cowboys were at Lake Highland. She's a teacher now. And so um, she... My friend Debbie Wooding, she sent me some photos. Then Cece sent me some photos. So we have some that uh, uh, Cece put up on. uh, We see the photos there. That's my friend Debbie surrounded by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. And what's special about, and that is from a young boy that's uh, uh, Roston there, but he is from Iran. Most of the the students in uh, Debbie's class and school, so many of them are immigrants and many many of them refugees that had to flee from places. She has a lot of kids from Nepal and all sorts of places where uh, English is their second language. And so what's what was significant is um, she, Debbie sent me a message and said one of the uh, students in the class uh, said, this is the funnest day of my life. Aww. It's the funnest day of my life. To as they and were there with CC. The word "funnest" works for that. That message, is. That it? is. And so, um, <laughs> oh, that's they just had so such a wonderful cute. time. So, I and then of course recently the DCC had their uh, nursing home visits. Mm-hmm. That was within the last few weeks, right? Yeah. And so, when you talk about there not being an off season from the executive level as you're planning everything, there's no cash knows. There's no off season for the cheerleaders mm-hmm. because community events such as uh, read across America take place all the time. Yeah, I had a similar experience with one of those messages when our cheerleaders just did the nursing home visits, and one of the gentlemen that um, we met, he he came up to me at the end of the nursing home visit, and he said he'd been in this particular center for six months. Um, it was a big transition in his life, and he he came up to me and said, "This is the most laughter and most excitement I've ever seen in this facility." And I hear a bell, which means our time is up, right? That's up for today. All righty. So well, nice. thank you, everybody, for joining us on thank Just for you. Kicks. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, thanks, Cash. Of course. Thanks, Haley. Thanks, Judy. Yes. We'll see you all next time on Just for Kicks. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!